0: Hello ladies and gents and welcome to episode number 27 of the KDH podcast. Today is a bit of a different one. We are joined by owner of Grow Coffee, Gordon. How are you doing, mate? Hello. Good. Um, so it's a bit of a weird one as well. Me and Gordon are sat in the same room and every podcast I've done is over Zoom. So it's a, it's a strange, but it's like an actual conversation today. I hate Zoom meetings. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I said to <laughs> me, he was like, to me when I messaged him, he was like, um, can we make this in person rather than in, on Zoom or that? Because it's not my sort of vibe. But no, it's good because it's actually like, the actual
1: conversation itself I, I remember during the first lockdown and staff wanted to have a zoom meeting it's like oh no it's not no, my vibe no it's not my vibe yeah kind of shout at you directly through <laughs> zoom.
0: All right. so um, mate um, this this podcast today everyone is basically the, the reason i got gordon on we've just been talking about this right before it's the importance of having a vision and having a why and for anyone that doesn't know gordon's going to give you a bit of an insight now to his story
1: and like grow coffee itself so go for it mate what's your story I mean, the story, I suppose it began, uh, I was at university, I was doing a degree in accountancy for six months, incidentally, and I uh, quickly realised that uh, it just wasn't for me, and I was DJing at the time, and started DJing when I was 16, 17 years old and I uh, got quite good at it and new technology, CD recorders came about, ended up in the Sunday Post with a CD recorder, he was the first guy in Scotland to purchase a Aye. CD recorder, <laughs> a c- blank CD was £7 at the time as well, uh, which is mind-blowing when you think where it ended up with mini-discs and different stuff like that and you'd I'd be going to the Archie's Nightclub for the record fairs and sourcing old records and then I was able to duplicate collections, employ people and get that moving and I could the entertainment company it just really took off yeah. and it had done really well and uh, but you were involved in an industry that was time was up and the pub industry began to die on mass nightclubs began to die on mass and you know i enjoyed my time with that but you can see the, the writing was on the wall and you know i was approaching my 30s and you just think to yourself what's your dream what do you want to do here and you have to hustle your way out and get into a new business and some of your passions and, yeah I just always loved coffee bars. I began to travel around about the world, and you'd been Los Angeles and San Francisco and Paris, Gothenburg, and you'd be seeing different ways to do things, different ways to run businesses. And I thought, you know, God, this doesn't exist in Scotland. And I love coffee, and I couldn't understand why you couldn't get a coffee past five o'clock in the UK. And Wait. People come in to grow now and they go, oh, how did you come up with that idea? You know, I said, well, it's things that I just wanted as a consumer. Yeah. What do you want as, when you're starting a business, what is it you want to happen yeah. in that business? And uh, whether it's big comfy couches, armchairs, yeah, open to 10 o'clock at night, you know, these were things that I wanted to happen as a consumer. And uh, so it took me a long time to save up some money, uh, to get it going and different stuff like that and we upcycled everything and finally found an old bar in an urban Harbour that no one wanted Aye. it was sitting unloved and a uh,
0: See the weird thing isn't it like you couldn't that's the perfect spot for it and you you have to be able to see that at the time because I remember I, mean, I remember it was the keys wasn't it? was it? cross keys yeah I used to go and there for twenty Everybody and, did and there was
1: a lot of good memories and I remember it even back when it was heyday when you know Thursday night Friday Saturday Right. and I suppose some of the people listening to this podcast they'll remember fond memories and I think some of the guys even done raves up until its final days out the, the back door tini- on a Sunday the, afternoon yeah uh, in the tiniest dance whatever man yeah. uh, that wee tiny corner and music. even when we first opened it some people would come down and do a bit of live music uh, mm-hmm. on a Saturday night yeah. uh, and it always got such a lovely atmosphere even with just a handful of people in it was a nice place to play uh, it was good it was a good vibe to it but I never even forget the surveyor coming to look at it and he's like, do not buy this building. He says it will never work. He says it's not worth any kind of money. These things are just worthless. This is something I want to come
0: on to. I will ask you about this as well. It's the immediately from the get-go negativity. It's just like, and I know that's probably like, it's... it's, it's
1: I think as well, I was a wee bit kind of guilty of it as well uh, over the years. If you're starting up a business and you are looking for you know just the stars to align and everything to be perfect you'll be waiting a long time yeah and you can always find negativity and, and a reason not to do something if yeah. you want to sit and think about it too much you'll find a reason not to do it yeah and i would see sites for coffee bars You think nah nah there was always a reason that it wasn't perfect but with this one i just felt everyone else was completely wrong and Aye. this was perfect
0: I have literally just finished off the book of um, the founder of Starbucks yep. um, Howard Schultz yep. and he talks about exactly what you've said there he went to Milan and when he started Starbucks it was already a company but the only distributed coffee and then he was like went to Milan and he was like what are these espresso bars coffee yep. bars and he was like "And what he described it as is what you've just said the third place. So like having somewhere else that vision mm-hmm. and like and i think that's something that was probably like do you think that was when you had that vision in your head and the, immediately going to a site and the quantity surveyors telling you that that's
1: not going to work and yeah that, that's the thing that gets you through it i remember as well one of the funniest things and everybody said this as well uh, you might do okay in the summer but in the winter you'll have no customers well the winter turned out to be busier than the summer yeah because uh, it turns out, and I was like, Well, do people stop eating and drinking in the I winter? Know. And uh, just some of our busiest days it was in a, a beautiful, crisp Saturday, Sunday, uh, winter's day. It was yeah. beautiful sunshine, and we were queued around the block. Aye, it's crazy, and isn't it? You were creating. An environment that people just loved and wanted to be in, right. and uh, with its garden as well. Yeah, me really. We we're walking out all day, and um,
0: honestly, I was like, "Oh, we have literally been here like three times this week." And you all to me. I know people come yeah, here twice. <laughs> Some people
1: come in the morning; they'll come in the afternoon as well. That's crazy, yeah. uh, And to be fair, you know, before I opened up Grow Coffee, I would always be Sainsbury's. because it was the only place you could get a decent coffee, and mm-hmm. often uh, it had a good machine and it with good beans. And yeah. Relatively comfy seat, and it was open to eight o'clock as yeah. well. It's really been up your coffee boom, though, isn't it? Like but it's,
0: it definitely, is. and I think that year with like especially right now, tier any th- North
1: Air tier three cafes are still out to be open. Looking, you know, when we look back on it, we will have been very fortunate that we were a coffee bar, yeah, uh, to ride through, you know, coronavirus, yeah. Did you just have to, like, see, with your alcohol license, did you just have
0: to give that up? Or what was the skip to Yeah,
1: that? you just kind of relinquish it, uh, officially, unofficially, <laughs> yeah. to kind of keep going for that kind of few weeks before they've done it. But there's a lot of things that they've introduced that I felt were unfair to the hospitality industry in general. Definitely. You know, even to now, I've just left the shop, and we can't put on background music. And it sounds, to someone listening, it'll sound trivial. But, you know, if you're a wee Italian restaurant, and you're trying to get, you know people in a Friday night for a nice, romantic, quiet meal. You know, once you're sitting in silence, it's a horrible, horrible well, atmosphere. One of my clients is a chef, and a chef in um,
0: i I wouldn't say the name of the place, but where he works in uh, Comarnock, and they're not opening back up until they go into a lesser scale because of it kills the atmosphere. I, like, think,
1: I think a lot of people are, kind of, a good Scottish word, kind of scunnered, but and yeah. out, and uh, you encounter all the same levels of expenditure uh, no matter what interior, you in, yeah. uh, you can't. You can't just you can't operate properly. Then now uh, you've got a big problems. It's
0: okay if your business is like things like it's you and you are literally maybe a self-employed yeah. person that can work okay. around it. But you when you have, it out, yeah. yeah, but when there's like a new loop every single time, you're a bit like what's, what's going to happen hell, here? Why, how can I manipulate my business? That's and be told it's going to change. It's, it's, change. it's going to change. But the thing that like the thing that I can't get my head around right now is obviously I have been in North Ayrshire right now. We're tier three and. Obviously, I've been into grow quite a lot, and it completely adheres to all the rules. Everything you can do, how is that different to being in a gym?
1: Like, well, I'm, I'm, I was in the gym on one night. I won't say what gym. I've been going there for a long time, and you know, it sort of, I can't say it wasn't. It's not adhering to it, not by one, but I was busy. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they were banging out the Tiesto tunes, and everybody's sweating and heavy breathing. I'm going. This is as close to a nightclub. I know, I, know. I think as I've ever seen. It's crazy, and, uh, isn't it? I can't say I felt unsafe or anything. I felt fine, but um, I'm going. I can't even put a Christmas Carol here. I, <laughs> I keep laughing. <laughs> T.S. People, I keep laughing when people say
0: things like the data, like, and I, I'm not like bashing gyms right or anything. But people <clears throat> keep saying things like the data, the data, and I'm like, I've not seen anyone in a white lab coat in my gym. Do you know what I mean? I've not seen anyone <laughs> in a that. cafe with yep. a white lab coat, and yep. I know that they've got track and trace and stuff, but you need, it's like any data, it's not going to be a hundred percent accurate. Do you know what I mean? Correct. Like, you can't. It doesn't know, like. And I think sometimes it's, we, as humans, we get this a lot as PTs and stuff. Like, when you tell someone to track data, they get so hung up on it. Like, yeah. one of my clients today, going through a fat loss phase, and he's ticking all the boxes you need to do, and he's feeling great. And he was like, and I was like, right, you're doing it. And the progress is like noticeable. And it's, it's not just about that. It's about everything else. But most folk look for gratification on the scales. Like, what's the difference in the weight? What's the difference? And you're like, does it really matter? Like, does it yeah. really? You're like, oh, man, like, just, just do it. Just like, do it. just do it. It's, it's happening. Do you need gratification to lose two pounds? And I think sometimes that's, like, I think that it, it ties in with this as well. And like you, what you're saying about your business, like, so many folk people get focused on the outcome yeah. rather than the process. And I think like you building your business, doing it, it's the process has been the full thing. It's been like.
1: I mean, like outcomes are things that I don't. mean, the thing about it as well is uh, <clears throat> a common question you get as we move along different people is, uh, which your GP, which again, you should be aware of, you know, data and stuff like that. But, you know, it's more to it than that. It's not it's just straightforward as, you know, this day we made this amount of profit, and that's it, and that means success. It's just not as black and white as that. It's not.
0: I think like when people look at businesses, sometimes and they look at like like what you were saying, like net profit, and you're all just like, what what did you take in in total? Yeah. It's, like, it's not that much. It's like you need to obviously. You know what about, what about returning customers? Exactly. What yeah. Happy customers. Yeah, did yeah. you assess that? You yeah, know, it's not as
1: simple as you know a big company turning going, oh, we, we hit our targets, we made the profit, but what was the satisfaction of the customers? Exactly. Are They I, coming back
0: long term. Talk about that a lot, and I've read before Simon Sinek's start with the why. No. that's a good book and uh, basically he talks about a lot of big companies and that and he talks about like Walmart and they started off in America building, like years and years ago was like what, a big big yeah. billion dollar company and when the owner left it started to over the years still obviously booming but over the years it's went through ups and downs we don't see these ups and downs yeah. because it's so big it's like it might be that they closed down a number of branches but they've had these ups and downs but you look at the what happened and it was because they lost their why and it was like things like the boss back then <coughs> they only took like X amount as a pay like a max yeah. salary and then you look at the boss now earning yeah. a bonus of two million dollars and you're like well that's like they've lost their, their,
1: their <laughs> I kind of look at uh, I used to be a big fan of Pret uh, and Starbucks to a uh, certain extent you know I thought they were th- they good companies you know even yeah. you back years ago but you look at Pret now I think it might be Coca-Cola or something like yeah. that. Uh, they become too corporate. Too corporate. You know, you're looking at the offering of the cakes and stuff like that. and not like pathetic. Yeah. Like, beyond pathetic. Yeah. You're not even trying. Yeah. And it's like token gestures for stuff and you can see yeah. how, you know, as these companies get bigger and bigger that someone in an office makes a decision to cut quality here there and everywhere yeah. because if you trim two pence off this cake or sausage roll or something you save you know, yeah. know nine hundred thousand pounds this year so they go that's a great idea yeah. and before you know it you've just cut everything yeah. and sometimes you know when a company begins to struggle they cut more
0: yeah
1: they cut more and you cannot cut your way to success that's that's that, yeah. and let's you should do- actually do the opposite yeah, you should double back and go focus on your why get your yeah. principles sorted yeah and we do like that a certain extent as well you know, as we begin to take that leap to the second site or the third sight, you know. Where's
0: the third site, by the way?
1: Not got it yet. Got it. I'll just leave it at. I was actually standing in a field yesterday. Yeah, uh, In the outskirts of Kilmarnock. Oh, uh, hint. <laughs> <laughs> going, Is this good for a drive-through? And I'm standing with Joey Groh and she's running about the field and it's, I'm just up to my knees in mud i don't know about this and uh, i was thinking about it i think there's a few options so yeah uh, i would love to get a drive through that's a good idea. and make it just really cool I your f- fresh bread fresh juices that's my next level that's, that's my dream to get to Yeah,
0: it's good yeah. see that i think like what we were saying there about these big places like when they do it's another thing it's that they've lost that why they're, they're focusing on the outcome the outcome becomes data like oh how much money you're totally correct and we need to stop doing like in a lot of places do do that and then they lose they lose sight of what they're doing and and reading that book that I read about, I'm not like bashing Howard Schultz, the one, the on the X I on a Starbucks, but they were saying, oh, and, and we do this and we do that. I was like, if you've got eighteen thousand shops in mm-hmm. one country, there's no way you can keep tabs on that man. You no, can't like, absolutely not. There's gonna be like, you can't say that every single person that works in one of these places is absolutely happy. Whereas you cannot. What, what would you see in your? Would you see like oh, this is a big, big question. But if you were to scale it, would you have a limitation of where you would take it to in regards to?
1: Do you have a vision for where it would like to go? The vision is, a, again, I have a dream that to go, run along parallel with expansion. is a beautiful depot yeah. where everything is controlled. Aye. And the same way I'm sitting saying, you know, Starbucks and Pret, you look at the quality standards just diminish, whether it's outs- probably outsourced, obviously, uh, but the standards are just crap you can see it can still be done, cause look at, even,
0: look at supermarkets that look like Marks and Spencers that keep
1: think, a, a high standard. Of well, Marks and Spencers, in, you know, back in back decades, they had rigorous quality control. Yeah. for all suppliers, they would send people to check it, which is why Marks and Spencer's was held in such high regard by people, it's not, maybe not something you went in and done your full weekly shop, right. you and bought you key items <laughs> for your Sunday, <laughs> there was, you know, the pies and everything were beautifully made and controlled and assessed, and they had to be a certain level to make it on your Marks and Spencer's shelf, and I think that's where you got to come from. Yeah. I think once you lose that, you you know, have something in Glasgow, I put a few times at Starbucks and you're starving, you look know, for some eat, right. And you look at the crap wee brownies and stuff like that. Yeah. And you often wonder why, though. You think it'd be the opposite for a big company. You think you've got the power to do, to do to, whatever yeah. you can want. You know, why is your stuff not awesome? Yeah. Why is it not on a different level? I don't understand this. And it's hands,
0: It's easy, isn't it? I remember when I used to be in the Air Force, man, we, we used to get food and we lived next to a fishing village in the base that I was on. And they'd done, like, fish and chips and a Freddy, And it was just fucking awful, man. It was obviously mass-produced from yeah. the depot. But you're, yeah. like, just outsourcing wee things for areas is a
1: smarter move, isn't it? But, like, folks yeah. don't think like that, do they? Do they don't think like that. And I remember Starbucks, actually, they had bought a, a London company called Prince, A-P-R-I-N-C-I, and if you're done in London, that's in Soho, yeah. and it's this beautiful handmade bakery, it's really done well. And it was to be the guy that runs it. Was to be brought in to help with Starbucks have launched a higher brand a shop. Yeah, but I don't think it ever materialised nah. for whatever reason. Yeah, aye. Um, and so see
0: to give anyone listening in an idea right now? What's the I want to know this as well. That on a day to day, week
1: to week basis, how many people do you get coming in the shop to? To understand the volume of this, well, uh, going by the kind of drink sales, that's how we can kind of estimate yeah. the amount of drinks sold. Because most people just buy one, and uh, and then we add on maybe ten percent for people that drink water. It would be about about three and a half thousand per week. Fucking hell, I know. man! That's crazy. It, isn't it? it was actually bizarre. That's mental, um, isn't it? And that's why we just we try and turn tables as quickly as possible. There's a lot of staff. Like uh, on a Saturday, there's probably 18 to 20 staff right, yeah. at one point uh, between the upstairs kitchen, have you found- dishwasher, yeah. uh, front of house. Yeah, yeah. How have you found building that team out?
0: Has that been a challenge? Has that been a big level? That's taken five years.
1: Yeah, uh, that's hard. That's so difficult. I think that's some of the challenges. Uh, <sighs> I'm really against people writing negative reviews. Not just because they grow and added millions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's something that I done before I open grow. I, and some of the things I regret deeply in life is writing any negative review. You know how effective it is, talk about yeah. karma coming back to bite you. Yeah, yeah, and it did. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I remember when extent, you first uh, grow. I remember you used to reply to things. Well, yeah, uh, a listen, pass I used to. I would. I uh, would. <laughs> I would give a few bits of advice to anyone starting uh, anything to do with it, Anything to do with hospitality, hotels, restaurants, anything is ban TripAdvisor. Yeah. And if you come for a job interview at Grow and you get the job, you'll be told never, ever, ever walk in and mention good or bad TripAdvisor, ever. Yeah. It's completely banned from the company. And when we first opened, you know, you'd stand up for yourself because you could see there was inaccuracies in what people were saying. You could prove it actually through CCTV and different things and anything you'd done fired back. It's just not it going It just was, wasn't like, worth it. That's some,
0: something I've realised we're working with the general public. I don't as much now because more like even when I'm running the book, count the one to one that is public. It's more there's a process involved. Yeah. People contact me and stuff. Now yeah, I get them on the phone. Listen, but like, uh, it's
1: hard working with the general public, man. Um, I, I know, and I can see when we make mistakes and we make mistakes every single day. You will, you're going to do that if you've got Absolutely. three and a half thousand customers in uh, oh, a yeah. week. It's going to be mistakes. And we, it's just a lot. You of take it so personal. Yeah, like you maybe serve. You Know 200 plus lunches in an after, afternoon, and it's difficult for everything to come out perfect. Yeah, and we'll try checks and balances all the way along the line to make sure it's okay. And we insist if someone wasn't happy, just say it's no problem, it'll get it changed and fix it. Um, but it's almost impossible to pull it off perfectly. No, But when you do get a negative review, it ruins your whole day, and that's just something that maybe it's difficult to retrain your mindset, yeah not to focus on that negative. Yeah. How do you get up in the morning, draw a line under it and say, right, let's go again, let's try and fix what went wrong and to try and make it better for everyone that think, this day. That's an important thing, man, for everyone even listening in because
0: it happens all the time in people's fitness journeys where they have a bad experience. Mm-hmm. and it's, It might be through their own fault or they're doing a practice that didn't work for them in the past and they keep failing at it, and keep going back to it. Or it could be that they've had a bad experience with our coach in our gym and it's shit because it is. It's all well. <clears throat> me as a PT, I was saying, oh, don't take it personally. Yeah, you, you will will take it. You will, yeah. take it you will take it personally. You're
1: going to take it personally. Like if Just, someone, I mean, <clears throat> a guy made a good point to me. He said, "See the day you don't take it personally and you don't care. You worry about that. Uh, you should sell your business because it's done." you know, I, I remember when I started um,
0: off coaching, I remember saying that the day when I start to resent things, I need to really question yeah, what's going on. Like what, see, when you start when things like that's obviously a bit different to that, but it's the same thing. When, when something in your journey or work, your business or whatever you're doing is, you have to start questioning it. You need to question what's going on. Like, and, like in, and if that's the case, then obviously you
1: need to look <laughs> at what's it's causing right. this outcome i think getting back to what you were saying as well about the staff and it's taken five years to get to the, the team you have now and i've got a lot of good staff and a lot of good staff come back actually they'll go traveling they'll go to other jobs and they'll come back and uh, we have a good relationship with the majority of people um, and at the end of the day a business can only control so much of that yeah you know and definitely. finding a good team of people you know i can coach people have team meetings and certain things but beyond that you're not in control of 38 people yeah uh, they're autonomous people and can do it. To, like speak how they want to customers, uh, and you can only do your best yeah. to to deal with that. As I, it comes. I
0: just took like a big leap yesterday as well, and took like I'm going to, next year. I'm going to be extending my boot camp, and I've took on another coach and mm-hmm. that that I'm going to that I plan on taking on. And I had a phone call yesterday. I won't put out on here mm-hmm. who it is yet, but like, and it was uh, it's scary. Even though it's only like a phone yeah. call for a couple of sessions a week, you're like, okay, this is a reflection and extension of me being Absolutely. represented.
1: And if that person makes a mistake. <coughs> It's you exactly. That that's it. it, and
0: it's like as you said, a bad review, a bad. Like, people go at like that. They remember that people are shit that way. Where they'll go, I went there
1: that day, and the eggs were cold. And like, that's right.
0: Come on, man. The like, funny <laughs> thing though,
1: again, to kind of people, if you've had a negative experience, you really didn't like it, you know, just don't go back. Yeah, leave it at that. Yeah, don't keep going back and picking up flaws. Uh, but when you write a negative review, <clears throat> that's there. That's there. You are. T- saying to the general public, do not go to this business. But behind that business, you don't know the problems that business has had on that day. Yeah. From staff to suppliers not delivering goods, to you know faults with the electricity, a leak, yeah. a dishwasher exploding. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know if the member of staff you dealt with is maybe having issues that day, personal issues. Yeah there could be a hundred different reasons why that's just not turned out the way it was supposed to. I mentioned this
0: on our last podcast there and it's absolutely bang on people. You need to, I think now when something happens to me because of the industry that I've worked in, I'm very considerate of other things going on. Yeah, because yeah that's, you, that's so much. Sort of like yeah. I'm totally in. I absolutely. wouldn't have been years ago. No, I am I would agree. <laughs> and yeah. uh, one of the things that I mentioned in the last podcast was, um, someone had done a Q and A off instagram then went off a load of questions and someone had said it was a bit of a i called it instagram rant and someone said about how they get annoyed with pts if they're not going and approaching them in the mm-hmm. gym and i'm like right you need to remember there's two sides to one story yeah. i was like and i, I wasn't going to just go oh yeah they, they should be doing that and i did say that they should be at the end of the day if in the same year industry if you're front of house or you should be there with a smile on your face the customers are yeah. coming mm-hmm. in People, first impressions are important and they stick with people. Yep. But at the same time, you need to remember that that person could have been having a fucking awful day. Yep. You might have uh, had five complaints back to back. You might yep. have lost three yep. long-term customers. You might have had a uh, um, leak in the roof that destroyed <laughs> that your You don't know what you're uh,
1: doing. Uh, Every day you walk in, yeah. And it's a new set of challenges, and yeah.
0: yeah, it teaches you like a lot of like just to respect a lot of just, like, respect having your own business. Oh, I mean,
1: it? I now find that former counselling, uh, meeting other people involved in the industry. Yeah, uh, you know, I have a lot of empathy for people. It's so difficult. You know, whether you're a, a, a tiny cafe or a bigger restaurant, uh, and even other self employed people, no, no matter what industry you're in, you're dealing with the public. You, you have the same yeah. challenges.
0: People don't realise as well is like, and I think right now we're seeing like it's hard because it's an awful time right now because of what's going on. Like, yeah. and I think yesterday was we were talking about this right before it was one of the first days that I really felt the effects of. I've been quite sort of solid-minded throughout this. I've been, folk have even said, how have you been yeah. okay? You're also know, so motivated, all that part of but I'm It's not that I'm always motivated. I just know to keep going. But yesterday, like it was it, obviously the same, burning the candle at both ends. I've been burning the candle at one end for the past year. And for that, it's obviously, I've, I've felt it and stuff. So it's I think you, you do, you need to become more understanding So what's going on behind closed doors. And I think yeah. having your own business, you
1: you do It'll learn. It opens your eyes. It opens your eyes
0: to be like, <laughs> fuck oh, that person
1: could a really shippy eh? do you know what I mean like and they're just sitting there smiling I think uh, I think a restaurant would have had to set me in fire before I would really yeah. complain yeah no, no. It's, I know I know I think and it does it you that. It, it, you don't really worry about things because you're like yeah. oh I've
0: had and but see to be honest I've had loads of coaches on here athletes different people yeah. uh, like dietitians and one of the things we're saying about lockdown it's, it's taught us how to be chameleons how to adapt yeah. you know what I mean how to be like Cause you know I mean? Like, you're never going to really be like nothing's going to come at your business now. After this, it can probably be any worse than a pandemic. No, then, I wouldn't like, think so. No, or, like <laughs> a, a flood. You know what I mean? Like a, like a typh- like a tsunami or something
1: like that. that's it. But I was laughing the other day before I come up here because you think other things are going to go wrong. And last Sunday, from four, o'clock, two Sundays ago, from four o'clock onwards, I stood in the kitchen area next to the dishwasher because we could smell something burning, couldn't see what it was. I couldn't see what it was. I can smell plastic burning from somewhere and I'm going, oh my God, what is happening here? Aye. And the place is mobbed and I cannot see anything. Yeah, I, I can smell something. I don't know what it is. Aye. And uh, you're going, oh my God, what is happening? And uh, you stand there in hooks. So for three hours, I'm standing in the dishwash area looking for a flame to appear from right. somewhere. and fire extinguisher in your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, yeah. I was checking while we were all getting ready. I'm going, I just do not understand this at all, what's happening. And it turned out it was actually the three-phase supply from the outside the building yeah. was overloading one of the fuses that was uh, at the junction box. And it eventually, midweek, it blew. Okay. Uh, and thankfully, Scottish Power came out in half an hour. And they were pretty amazing. And they fixed it all. But that's what that was, and, that's and that was the, your great, by a Great example of oh my god, yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah. This is just a new thing that's never happened before. Know, is this building going to burst into flames? What is going to happen this next few minutes? It's crazy, and you it? sit there in tender hooks, right. and uh, you're just like, hustle. Through. Have we had any issues with the airplace yet? Or that all going smoothly? airplace is just again, it brings a whole new set of issues. You, the biggest issue, funnily enough, and maybe some experts are listening to this can help me out, mm-hmm. uh, we painted the Frank and Benny sign, but you, still see it? you can still see it. Aye. And so we started thinking, oh my God, what are we going to do here? Because if you have to render the building, again, it's yeah. going to be astronomical because yeah. it's big area. Yeah. And uh, so a few people have said, you have to try sanding it. Let's try sanding it yeah. first. Uh, so might need to get a cherry picker and send my brother up with a, an electric sander and just see if that works. Aye. Um, that's been the first issue. Second one, coronavirus. The windows are taking a bit longer, so they're not coming to mid-January. Um, this a big backlog
0: of things, isn't Big it? backlog
1: of things. You start encountering the problems. <laughs> Apart from that, the building's in pretty good condition. We just need to get it replastered, pick designs. Stuff like that. Yeah. Nah, nah. Are you going to go for like a similar layout of that? Exact same vibe. Yeah. yeah. Exact same vibe. You're going to get a big armchair. Dog friendly. Kids library. Kids play facility outside. Um, and just once again. You've so, got that
0: wee bit of space at the yeah So yeah,
1: I'm going to steal a bit of land. <laughs> <laughs> <When is laughs> um, we just want to create that home from home vibe again. And just try and replicate
0: really? it. That's good, man. It's a good, yeah. Frankie Benny's is proper went to the shitter,
1: isn't it, man? It's still going. Is it? Yeah, it still exists. It was, it was the, like it was like the, like the restaurant group that it took. It, as well. and it, was, I think it was five, six months of negotiations. Is it? Uh, obviously, they were going through big issues at the time. It's a decent building, though, isn't it? Because it's not even that old. We would never get that building in yeah. a normal circumstance, ever. Yeah. And the agent in London said that. He said, look, you have popped up at the right time you're ready to complete. And even at the last second, when we were doing the paperwork, they said the higher offers came in oh yeah. Friday afternoon. And he's like, do you want to go higher? And we had done all our, all our paperwork, done everything correctly. It was all finished. Do you want to go higher? And I said, oh, no, 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 just leave it at that. He said, oh, you probably still get it. You probably still get it. Just go up a wee bit higher. I said, no, I'll just leave it. We'll just We'll stick with where we are. And two weeks later, it come through that was it done oh, and then we well, went, yeah, <laughs> went back and forth with lawyers uh, mm-hmm. getting into the, my new shy. they had outstanding bills in the site that needed squared up and I was, like, oh, it was just an email right. and uh, eventually got it over the line so that's good uh, mm-hmm. it was a dream second sight for us you know from a branding perspective a de- development perspective it was just something that we could never ever pull off and that's for a, an independent to get a location like that mm-hmm. is impossible. That's it is definitely is. It? It's sad, and like you can never
0: afford to construct them. Yeah, no, it's never. sad because it's obviously they, they were all constructed. That's the yeah. sort of buildings you see in like all these Starbucks, Frankie's. <coughs> That's right. Yeah, uh, and they spend uh,
1: fortunes. Yeah, and God knows what they spend. Yeah, uh, opening that. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. We tried to get one in Comamak. Uh, oh, next to cinema. Next to the cinema, but they were only leasing that. They didn't really? own it. Yeah, so but we would have liked that as well. Man, that's decent Man, that's
0: good um so like one of the things i wanted to come on to like throughout like you would have had starting off like setting up the, the initial <laughs> phase negativity what sort of
1: negativity did you experience as well and how did you find coping with that like loads of negativity we still do get loads of negativity it's just it's funny the public's attitude to stuff uh, <laughs> it's funny the things that people get annoyed about uh, People were annoyed that you are actually trying to do a healthier product.
0: Mate, this is something that like, they thought we
1: were called pretentious. Why did
0: folk get their back up about that? Yeah, like, yeah, they just...
1: angry. They were yeah. angry about it. They actually, I think, they wanted you to close. Why is that? And uh, I've been quite a kind of health advocate for 20 years. I've been an activist, and uh, I just wanted, where financially possible, to use better quality, higher quality product without going bust and being stupid about it. Um. Uh, you know, I was never in favor of Coca-Cola and stuff like that as well. I thought Coca, Coca-Cola is not going to do you any harm. I'm not saying stupid things like that, but, you know, you can buy a Coca-Cola in every cafe in the world. Yeah. You know, what does it matter if a coffee decides to go a different route and tries yeah. to bring in some different brands or just slightly healthier, you know? I uh, think the thing people is... People hated this. People don't like... It's that... Like, Who do you think you
0: are? Yeah, and it's like, and you also get things as well that people often confuse health with like you're talking about health as in like like locally sourced like yeah, all and the best by the way, i'm the not best. saying i'm a health campaign, yeah no no. From it, no 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 but but like, what we we'll say is we're
1: healthier yeah no and it's like people
0: confuse health with like they think health and they think low calorie you yeah, like, no no it's not, not yeah, low calorie it's like and people people need to stop this like they need to differentiate nutritional value yeah. and caloric value because yeah. they're like two different things they yeah. obviously are both the, yeah, the yeah. same but like people often hear health and they go Oh, are they trying to tell me I'm overweight and that? You're like, no, it's health. As in, like, as in, like, you're going to get nutrient dense foods. You're
1: also going to get things in there yeah. as well that you could literally probably get diabetes. Definitely could. Yeah. We always laugh because certain things then grow a part of the kind of grow brand, and other things pay the bills. Yeah. And you know that big beautiful donut that's filled with fresh cream yeah. and beautiful chocolate on top, and it's handmade. Eh, that pays the bills. Yeah. And maybe they hit some of the healthier stuff, like the chia pudding, which we tried once, uh, which will probably come back at some point. Uh, which I personally like. Uh, that doesn't pay the bills. Yeah. You know, that's aspirational, almost yeah, to the company. Yeah. And uh, but you know, it's just yeah, chocolate covered stuff that pays, yeah, the, yeah. pays the bills. And
0: I, I think people sometimes people get their backs up man when it's like someone's trying to improve themselves. Absolutely.
1: Don't Anything don't, you're doing out with the norm attract criticism Um, and as you say if you're trying to improve it that also attracts criticism Uh, you know only very recently did we even introduce fries that annoyed people yeah Uh, you know the fact that they couldn't get that within there. it's crazy isn't it how
0: people like i I used to look at the gym group and it was like there was people there that had been there since it was lifestyle uh, fitness first lifestyle fitness then the gym group yeah and it was like this sort of thing where because they'd been there they thought they were like the foundation's the wallpaper so yeah. they got annoyed at like that's right I remember a guy went like to me he went I don't like when it used to gym group it used to be like red that was the colour scheme for lifestyle fitness then it went to blue he went I preferred it when it was red be i no, was like <laughs> I was looking at him like mate that's like when into and saying I like this when it was blue when it was Tesco it's to just some of it,
1: I, folk just say things and you're like shut the fuck up like, one of the biggest <laughs> complaints and you've got to get back through, speak to people uh, Is the price, and they will criticize the price, something rotten. Uh, but sometimes, again, going back to kind of the reviews, etc., people sometimes, unless you've worked in the industry, you will not understand what it costs. No, you I know, know. what the labor costs. me, like uh, you just
0: said, you serve three and a half thousand people a week, it's obviously not an issue. It's just because they're, <laughs> it they're comparing I, but, it to fucking Sainsbury's Cafe. Wait, me, one, or, one
1: person wrote me an I angry thing saying, You're, you're lemon drizzle slice which is three pounds something at a time you can get a whole loaf in stuff for that we'll go there, then. I mean, I mean, you definitely can i'm not arguing I against know. that did you sit in the aisle and who served you I at know. your table in asda uh mate do you know i've been
0: getting this recently with my boot camp my, i've got like now 50 members right and it's a premium my boot camp's a premium rate but in order for me to grow get all the coaches on board <laughs> look at a premises in the future yeah. you need to think this way right and people are saying things like that's quite expensive i'm like what well, do you want me to charge Literally yeah. what a gym would charge right now mm-hmm. so that I can't grow my business you or scale can, it up yeah, at all. Right. And you then say to the person as well, that, look at the level of service. So people would go to say, let's say, I'm not, again, gyms are, you can get £20 a month memberships. If you know what you're doing, it's fine. People go to these gyms for two or three years, spend £250 a year on a membership, don't make any progress. Mm-hmm. They come to me for four weeks and make more progress in four weeks yeah. than they do. And they go, but they're comparing the price on that. You need to stop comparing. They're two different things. It's like comparing right. a Corsa to a Ferrari and going like that. Well, the Corsa's is cheaper, yeah, but I mean, I'm not saying that everyone's going to get yeah, a Ferrari. No, go a lot faster. Yeah, one <laughs> or and it's just it's you can't compare they're two. Yeah, they're both a car. We they're two even different get
1: things. compared for the price of coffee uh, to McDonald's. Oh, you oh know, you just and that's one of the funny things. And you get it a lot of businesses they'll compare you to a multinational conglomerate with a buying power that you could. Just a fantasy to you, and uh, you just why why would you compare this price wise to McDonald's? It's crazy, and uh, even this now with a lot of pressures the minimum wage is going higher and higher, which you totally support. Uh, but I don't think sometimes the public make the connection, yeah. You know, the minimum people, wage, I think people just think things
0: fly up, and then yeah. it's like, as you said, someone comes in, they're like, Oh, it was it was slightly cold when I was in here to, you know, forgetting about every and I know that the customer experience is, is essential but sometimes people you are like man you're looking at the tip of the iceberg here that like, yeah. you are looking at like you just totally don't get this at all and it's like <laughs> but that, I, I say now like even I get it from I get it a lot with my clients where they go well, oh, my friend goes to this person they go to this book they go to this and, the cost, and I'm like tell them to keep going there then yeah. like, they don't need to come to me They're, I've never met you. them before so why are they, why are they slating me like yep. I've never ever met them before, so why are they and it's just it's like that, people just get their backs up about things like the health. I wouldn't go there, it's dead healthy foods and you're like, okay. That's a ridiculous statement. Yep. Like, that's actually like a like a child, that's like a baby talking right now. And it's
1: yeah. uh, it's crazy when folks But, say you know, we took the attitude from the beginning that you know it's gonna be part of the business model, part of the why, part of the you know, going forward the market and the branding. Uh, you know, we were gonna use better quality stuff. That's uh-huh. And there was no point fighting on a price level against, you know, weather spoons, because yeah. you were going to lose. Yeah, You had to give people a reason to jump in their car in the West End of Glasgow, you know, or in air and in Troon. And why, what's your selling point? What's your USP? Why should someone get in their car and come to grow? Yeah, you need uh, to <coughs> stick with your guns and your vision. Stick with your guns, you know, even things like uh, Stonoway Black Blackpool. Stonoway Black Poon is £10 uh, a tube. Yeah. Uh, you can buy cheaper brands for £2.50 a tube. Yeah. You know, things like that, you know, but one is completely different in taste and people know and recognise. And uh, we decided that we were just going to pursue that aggressively. And uh, our eggs, we use only organic free range eggs yeah. from Scotland. And uh, they're bigger, better. Yeah. But they are three times the price. I think people,
0: like what you've looked at is from like a, you've had a vision there, stuck to it. And people do this as well. Like they compare things on a scale of like gross volume of things when they go, like, this costs this much money. Or like, like You get it a lot with personal trainers. And they go, oh, i will just charge £15 a session. And then you go, right, the problem is never getting busy for a decent coach. Correct, yeah. And then what <laughs> you'll find is very quickly is they'll be doing triple the workload of someone Working. else's. Correct. And then and you're like... Busy, full. Busy, full. Busy That's full. it, yeah, yeah. They look really, really full. But And it's the same with that. Like, yeah, you could look at the initial cost of things. That was expensive to, to do that, but... The thing is, if you've got a cute, packed out yeah. restaurant, you're like, that's why
1: you're of- uh, I remember my dad saying it as well, you know. Um, you think to yourself, you know, some of the stuff we actually don't charge enough. Yeah. Like, I think for a big breakfast at Grow Coffee, I think the actual cost is getting to look £4 yeah. in cost alone just for the ingredients. Yeah. Uh, and you've obviously all yeah, your staff and all some that, the staff yeah. and everything beyond that as well. And technically, you know, if you're going to be the laws and the rules of catering, that should be a lot more expensive. Sure, it's 50, but as my dad yeah. says, he says, Look, you're busy, you're making a decent GP, yeah. don't get greedy, leave it at that and you know, keep it within reason, yeah. Uh, but in the same way, does your dad have a business in that at all? Uh, they they get bed and breakfast, oh, you know, do they? yeah. Break so it's
0: nice. obviously reason you get someone where they have like a like, like your parent have and they just give you like a proper solid piece of advice for you, just go, I'll take that. Yeah, like. it's the same when I'm moaning about
1: you know, no moaning, sorry, but uh, it's like, oh, a really stressful day, it was so so busy, and you're struggling to cope actually with it. And that's an amazing place and, to be. Uh, in. And he says, Well, what type of stress would you like? Yeah. Do you want the one exactly. with no one in or do you want the one with too many people in? That's it. You've got two choices. Definitely. Uh, which one do you want?
0: I think that's what we need to do sometimes is when you are like, like last night when I was sitting in the, the where I was like, I've been really struggling to switch off and stuff and you're like, not that, oh, it's, I'm glad I'm in this position because I'm busy,
1: but it's like, you do. What kind of stress do you want? And I think Yeah, that's you that. were saying that to me earlier and I think it's, maybe it's because you care too much about your business. Yeah. You know, you're sitting here doing a podcast and creating media, yeah. creating content, You know, connecting with people, and it's just so important. And that's obviously because you care, you try to take things to a different level, you're trying to develop your business, and that will keep you up at night. Yeah. Uh, I remember, but there was a a woman come in the shop once, and I think she was a a lecturer at Glasgow Uni, and she worked at a high level with ASDA. And she gave me a bit of advice, which helps in a certain extent. If she had a problem that was keeping her up at night, she woke up and she had a book next to her bed, and she wrote it It down, down, and she wrote what she was going to do about it. Yeah. And she said that helped because in yeah. her mind she began to solve yeah. the problem. Yeah, writing
0: stuff down is important. that's a, 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 How have you found, like, obviously, like, what's your sort of coping strategies? How do you, you said you train in that as well, mate? Like I train as well.
1: A actual fact, going to walk with a dog helps. Yeah, massive, isn't it? Um, You know, if you're having a bad day and it's, it's you know, really, really badly wrong, you know, you're struggling with different things, grab the dog half an hour yeah. go a walk along the beach take it easy you
0: need to do you prioritise time in your week for yourself like with walks and stuff like no I do, no
1: I, I, listen if someone can come on and give give me advice yeah. on how to better time management stuff like uh, sit on a Sunday it's, it's so difficult
0: see on that's what I do on a Sunday and you know, it, it's never going to be complete like don't get yeah. me wrong this week I haven't done it but every week see like as you would factor in your training factor in like a walk like, and it's like all like stuff. Like, I don't reach for my phone after 9 pm, yep. I don't do CV things like that. and like these non negotiables uh, that's what I
1: call them. I will be. I mean, you've seen we get hundreds of phone calls per day, yeah, uh, hundreds of communications per day through Instagram, Facebook, emails, everything comes in, it all comes to me, yeah. One guy, yeah. I think sometimes folk think yeah, you're got a whole department for ah, communications, I know, I know. and uh, your phone's going off the hook, even on a Saturday, get- there was a guy stick that no one answered the phone uh, on, that's because it rings the entire day uh, and as much as you try and convey information on the website and Instagram and stuff like that people still phone you know I know everybody's on social media totally appreciate yeah. that and with coronavirus a lot of people think that your current operating rules are out the windows of windows so the phone just to confirm it which you can understand why as well but at a certain point you just cannot deal with the volume they'll say why don't you put a phone behind the bar well if I put a phone behind the bar I'm going to need a member of staff to answer that phone for the entire day. So it's yeah. not really going to solve yeah. anything, but it's just an knuckle. Just take the phone off. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: I'm just looking up the last points I put there, I forget. So like when adopting a growth mindset, it's like absolutely essential when you're trying to grow yourself, improve yourself mm-hmm. or the business. What's your top three tips that you would give to anyone that's trying to like adopt that growth mindset to like start a business, improve
1: themselves. Like what's been your biggest sort of lessons? I would think at a certain point, rule number one is you certainly, at some point, you just have to go for it. Yeah. Don't let fear dominate what you're going to do. There'll yeah. never be a perfect time, there'll never be a perfect situation. You'll never have a perfect bank balance and stuff like that. And uh, at a certain point, you just have to take a leap yeah. and go for it. And then work out what are what your principles? What is, it, what is it you're going to do here? And as you just say, it comes back to the why factor. Yeah. You know, what do you want to achieve? Whether you might hope to get from it and stick to that yeah you know i'm not saying you can't obviously you deviate you deal with what happens in different problems. yeah things that you know. things go arms and legs don't they and you, you things come. go arms and legs and then don't let the negativity get to yeah. you you'll deal you'll get negativity from people, from problems, different things. But
0: Even look at us like talking about it today in a way that at the time the things that you've spoken about probably really, blo- but I we'll am yeah. laughing about it because we've, we've now got experience you know, know, you know.
1: You're talking about your friend Ryan who's got his own businesses and I meet Ryan constantly and I meet other people involved in the industry and other people that are self-employed uh, and it's almost a former Yeah, It truly is. Yeah, You meet people and it lets things get any perspective and you realize people have the same issues, the same problems. And uh, we have a kind of laughable phrase at work now, probably, you know, things have went wrong. No one died. Yeah. Lying under That's it, it yeah. new day, sunrise, let's go again, let's fix the problems, let's try and improve. And genuinely, every day, we will try and improve something. Yeah. And it could be furniture, it could be lighting, it could be yeah. the garden, which we just done. Every day, we try and improve what, what we offer to yeah. people. And we don't. Also, even though we is busy, we do not take anyone for granted. Yeah. We don't assume that you know you're going to be busy the following day. Every day is a new day, and we work just as hard. Yeah. You know, we would record-breaking Sundays sales, just cannot get any higher. And we'll have a Sunday night, kind of ten minutes, we would try and think of everything that went wrong. I and reflect. Up, reflect. You know, that's so important. We wake me. up on a Monday morning after having record sales. I think, how do we do it better? That's it, that, man. We do not take anyone for granted. And I think
0: it's this sort of
1: difference between like being critically,
0: like see what you're doing there, being like a critic on yourself and not giving yourself a hard time. And like it's, that's absolutely essential. Like you, and then, but then like the other day I went swimming, I'm training for an Ironman now and um, I went in the pool to do actual swimming for the first time and I can swim pretty decent. And I'm a breathing, I don't have the breathing technique because I've never been an actual Competitive or someone that does it properly, and he was that you are giving yourself a hard time. I was like, I'm, I'm not though, because I totally know in a couple of weeks <laughs> I'll get it. What I'm doing is I'm being critical of myself to be like, right, I yeah. need to be able to get this. It's just because of this, so I'll go and do this. And and I think sometimes it's so essential to have that. Like you need to not give yourself a hard time, but be critical.
1: Try, self, self, <laughs> ana- Yeah, analyzing yourself. You know, it's just so important about everything that you do. And uh, even in the early days of grow, I think at some point I'll probably write a book. Aye. Uh, and looking back and the crazy stuff that I've done to hustle it through it's early years and st- still to this day but the problems just evolve but there was just massive problems to get this going
0: it was so difficult people don't see sometimes that as you were saying I love that word the hustle and it's like I've, I have train a few PTs now and they'll say things later. like oh they, they think it'll maybe not them but they have had a like came across other coaches where they think it's going to come to them. Yeah. You don't realize that it's like, like we think it could be chasing up leads. Like, yeah. not really like nothing is going to
1: come to you. Nothing's going to come um, to you. And
0: what you find is
1: you're now in your chapter 20 and other people may look at that. and go. Even opening grow uh, back to its very first days. I remember, you know, trying to level soil at the back door for grass. Cause you know, I was doing it myself. Yeah. And you know, 120 tonne of soil had to get moved into the back garden somehow. Yeah. And I was trying to level it with a stick. And my dad's going, you have to pinpoint it out with string. So it's level from corner to corner. I'm going, I don't have time for this. Give me that a big stick. And I'm dragging a big stick about dirt. And I'll, I'll never forget that for the rest yeah. of my life. Just kind of key moments like that. And the, the, the joiners and painters are going, I don't think we're going to make it for this Friday. And I'm going, no, we are definitely making it for this Friday and you're sitting up the full night trying to make it and you have no money, no money. And I remember Googling pawn shops in Glasgow because my mum gave me a nice watch, ran out of money. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how I'm going to pull this off. How do we do this? And I'm going, this is my last couple of quid Mm -hmm. to try and get this business open. And uh, fortunately, I never needed to do it. And my friend at the time, well, he became a good friend, David Blair, from Blair's uh, Catering in Irvine. I had no money for kitchen equipment. And he uh, I said, like, what am I going to do? And you're a new business, no one will give you credit. And he said there's, there's eight and a half grand of kitchen equipment. He says it's beginning of summer. He says, just give me the money back when you can, and that that build is out. That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, and that was just <clears throat> you were at the wire, you had right. to open. And as I opened and you were getting, you know, a few hundred pounds per day, whatever. I was able to buy a chair. <laughs> was gonna yeah. by a light? Yeah. You were literally on the hoof yeah. <coughs> trying to get this business yeah. started. It's amazing that because it's like,
0: as you said, you've then got folk coming in that maybe go, ah, oh, get cold eggs for in there. Grocery don't go and here. Yeah. And, it's and
1: like, you sit there. Like, I remember. I realised that you literally put everything on the line. You selling, put everything on the line. So yeah. when you're writing a negative review about a, a, a small restaurant, Aye. that guy has a mortgage and kids. Yeah. You've just written, don't go here. Aye. Do you understand what psychological impact that has on that guy, his family, you know, everybody down the line, the chefs working in the kitchen that could get made redundant. They all have mouths to feed. If you didn't enjoy that, you know, Italian meal at that Italian restaurant, just don't go back, honestly, mate. What yeah. did you lose that day? Yeah. 20 quid? Yeah. So for the sake of 20 quid, you're writing, this restaurant must be closed. Yeah. That hotel must be closed. Yeah. You know, when you look back on it, I deeply regret ever doing it. It's one of the biggest things. It's awful. It is, it's sad. Uh, as you say, you don't know what problems that guy owning that restaurant or hotel has had on that day. You know. We were we had a
0: <coughs> we were up in Glasgow just when you could when things started to relax We bit more towards the end of the summer. Went to this cafe and the woman you could tell was just having the worst day ever. Yeah. None of our staff had showed up. That's right. The food was a disaster That's right. because of new folk and all that. And I totally, she was freaking out. And she was like, you should, you should actually copy your arm a bit. I, I was like that. I was like, don't, I still paid it and everything. Yeah. She was like, don't worry. And I was, <laughs> I was like, I, I could see it was only a small place. And I was like, she'd probably
1: better just shut in for that day yeah, yeah. it was just literally. In. But that's the thing, you know, people try and hustle it through. Aye. Two people phone in sick and your are short staffed. I remember like, just, I've known for a long time. The best review I ever got, a negative one, was I think it was two two years ago, there was a mad heat wave. And it was like 30 degrees, I can't remember, I think it was like May, June or something, it was like 30 degrees for two months. It was stunning, so hot weather. And um, the fridges had packed in long ago. Uh, The ice machine had gave up the ghost. We were mobbed. Beautiful day, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, This. San Pellegrino cans that we gave to people were all worn. There is nothing in the world I can do with this. There is no way to fix this. Uh, The cash and carry had no ice, anything like that. We're just, that's it. And it is mobbed. And three people at the same table all wrote a negative review. Not one, but three of them all wrote a negative review, saying shambles, blah, blah, don't go here, blah, blah i know, my God, you guys do not realise how difficult this was. And, yeah. you know, if all your equipment is packing up round about you because it's 30 degrees in Scotland, uh, it's just things are just not in your hands. I don't know. It's, yeah. and I, I hope for
0: anyone that's listening, it does open up people's eyes as well because it's a, a big thing. And, you uh, no, it's even worse than, like, a bad review. A four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> you never quite I, I know, you're like, you're like, why have you given me a four? Do you know what I mean?
1: Like, that's why, I mean, in, in your industry as well, Just don't take it too personal. No, I know. That's life just now. uh, But it always amazes me how the other industries like, uh, hypothetically, we don't insult any plumbers here, but you have a plumber, trash a bathroom, charge, you know, seven, eight thousand pounds, just be a complete shambles, but there's no advisor. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But that person's, you know, eggs that were too cold, this restaurant has to be shut down today <laughs> don't go here you know i'm I not putting it. up with us I you've got it.
0: to go i love this conversation it's just been about slating bad reviews <laughs> um no, like so um, to kind of come on to round it off, onto the last point and um, what's your plans now you obviously spoke about a few other things What's
1: plans the- now it's just to see where we go yeah so even when people were coming to grow from other companies to work it was always seen as a project yeah, they believed in it. People believed in it. Our customers believed in it to a certain extent. So you get a bit emotional sometimes with people, even through bad times. you so you, like even with yourself, you yeah. should, that's support, yeah. It's not just custom. It's not just somebody giving you money. Yeah. It's somebody believing in what you're doing. Yeah. It means the world to you. And uh, you know, whether it's a real old woman in, having a cappuccino, or whether it's you know an influencer now, can in manage, you get quite a lot. Everybody gets treated totally identical. And it, you know, with someone says a few words or sends me a private message saying they've had a nice time and it was great and they loved it or oh, just you have no idea what that means to a small company yeah so you taking a few minutes just to you know say what you enjoyed and stuff like that it just means everything to them yeah. so people believing in your project staff no along believing in your project and now it's time customers have demanded a second site yeah for you know a good few years now they want to yeah. see it progress yeah And, you know, we'll go for that now. And with the air one coming up, hopefully, early in the beginning of 2021, and hopefully get the the third site shortly after, either in Glasgow or um, perhaps another one in Ayrshire, or drive through. Uh, We're just looking to see what's available in the next few months. There's people that come down all the way through Glasgow all the time. Edinburgh, indeed. Crazy, isn't it? And, uh, again, trying to improve the consistency and the quality is so important to me and it means a lot. And uh, that's the kind of goals for Grow. But beyond the restaurants now, it's about brand development. Yeah. It's about the Grow brand. And where does that go? Yeah. And we have people who want to invest. We've had that for a long time who like what you do and they would like to get involved. Uh, But we just felt it was never the right time. Hopefully in the next few years. Once we prove a kind of small business model of the three, four sites and the depot and different improved bakery and different improved aspects, that you can turn around and say, right, what is it? Grow becomes at this point. Yeah. What do we do? No, no. Um, (coughs) Sorry, I thought I just paused that there. Um, No, um, I like that as well, mate, because it's literally
0: not like a lot of folk, again, what we've just been talking about, it's not an outcome, it's the process, it's it's the the things. And then what will happen is the byproduct is. You get other places. You get your drive-through all these. I things think that's as
1: well. You know, I never wanted a set career. Yeah. I never wanted to know that this was it. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people love that. They love the kind of set with lifestyle. They want to know exactly where the next paychecks coming from. And I was just like, "Oh, well, we'll just see what happens." You're
0: not taught ta- ta- that for school.
1: I was listening to a podcast with. Do you follow Wim Hof
0: at all? Nice yep. man. No. He's a Dutch guy. He's like literally proven so much. Like he should follow me. Really, really good. And he was on a uh, guy's podcast, James English. And they were having this conversation about like the way that like life is. It's just, you have to go down this mold. You're not told about entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah. You're not told about running your own business. You're not <laughs> told about, it's just go and get yep. this job. And then there's loads of unhappy. And all I've, I've met so many unhappy people in jobs where they're trying to better themselves. And it's the, the, <clears> the brutal <throat> answer is that it's their job that's making them fucking miserable. Okay. Because they're miserable. Their, their body's in a bad shape their mental health's yep. in a bad shape it's not just that but like it's it's all these things and i think we're just led to go do that because that's what other folk do
1: i never i have like the freedom to travel yeah and i tuesday morning wake up and go i can just go anywhere yeah and I, i'm not very materialistic at all uh, but i never wanted to know that it wasn't possible yeah you know, I have no aspirations any a Ferrari or anything like that, but I don't want to know that you couldn't. Yeah, no, I know, definitely. and I think uh, that, to, li- to limit yourself, yeah, life-wise. But again, the flip side of that is a lot of people want, they've got kids, they've got families, they've got responsibilities, whereas it's just me and the dog. Yeah. So no, no. <laughs> no matter what happens, I think yeah. we'll be all
0: right. No, no that's quite right. It's a good, that's been an aspect, we've booked up a holiday next year, and that was yeah. my goal for me to go away in my, my business, to still... Some of our, yeah I mean, that was absolutely a, was a business yeah. goal for well, me so i'm glad that's going ahead but um to finish it off there mate thank you very much for coming no on the podcast And like, i know that a lot of people will tune into this because obviously <laughs> like it's such a it's a fitness <laughs> podcast with a, a cafe on it but it's yeah, like it's
1: it, just it, uh, folk always, oh, we always laugh about and you know people will compliment it and i'm going listen it's home from home yeah the theory behind grow is that uh, you come in put your feet up you drop crumbs uh, your dog runs about, that's what it was laughable when somebody wrote it, it's so pretentious. I'm like, there's people coming here in their pyjamas. <laughs> <Sometimes>. <laughs> and uh, it just makes me laugh and I'm going you may actually get sent to Tesco's if I'm running out of stuff at some point I may ask you to go get us some you uh, need <laughs> black hot chocolate and stuff like that that's the kind of type of business it is it's just you know we don't have uniforms sometimes which is also an important thing because we just love people to show personalities we believe in freedom and people being open and uh, showing off their kind of characteristics <laughs> and uh, and the same with customers. We have a wide area of customers. Everyone is welcome. I, I love it as well. It's, it's a, a, a place. beautiful place. We just come in anytime time, day or night, put your feet up and relax. Aye. If you
0: haven't been, guys, definitely get yourself there. Um, and as well, so if you have been tuning in today, make sure that you screenshot the podcast and tag both KDH Personal Training and Grow Coffee, and then we can share the message and get out there more. Yeah. Anyway, guys, catch Thank you. In a bit. Bye bye. Bye.